Yo, yo, you're now tuned into the, I ain't gonna cuss this time, Welcome to Virginia Podcast, it's your boy Jim Cat, to my right is Todd Lau, and uh, right across from me is the gentleman, Queen City Vaughn is his name, told y'all we're gonna be bringing y'all some dope artists from the area, we brought y'all the trash man, now we got Mr. Queen City Vaughn, next up to bed, (laughs) how you doing bro? Doing good, man. How you doing? Bro? I'm doing all right, man. I want to start this thing off pretty much the same way. Um, I want to start it off with all the artists I bring on here. I just want to ask you how you've been doing, like since the pandemic and stuff like that uh, started. Like how you been doing with that, and since then, like music wise or personal? Just uh, personal in your, in your life. Uh, personal, man. It's been dope. Um, you know, I had a couple bumps along the road, mm-hmm. but uh, everything's good now. Work's good, kids good, family's good, I'm blessed. Um, music wise, man, it's, I think uh my career's gotten better since COVID. Okay. You know what I mean? Like actually having time to sit down and in, in the crib and just create. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because before COVID it was like work and everything was like so so heavy, like I'd write on the go. Okay. You know, here and there. But like since COVID happened, I think I uh, elevated a little bit as an artist as well. Okay. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I, I want. I kind of want to know how people are, are actually doing before I dig in and start asking them personal questions or start asking them about their artistry. I, I wonder how you doing in general. You know what I'm sure. saying. But sure. I also like to go back and start at the beginning as to where, like, what your childhood, childhood and stuff like that was like. How was it like growing up? Uh. My childhood was decent. I, I, I'm not gonna complain. It's, it's uh, people that grew up way worse. People that grew up better. I feel like I grew up in the middle. Uh, single parent household. I was the only child. Um, it's funny where we at. Right across the street is the first house I grew up at. <laughs> it's dope. It's crazy. I spent years in that house right there. You know what I mean? We can we looking at it right now. But um, yeah, single parent. I, I didn't know my dad for a while. First couple years of my life. Whatever. Whatever. Um, Mom did everything she could though. It was a good life. It was a decent life. Um, yeah, I can't really complain too much. I mean, we went without a couple of times, but I feel like now that's that's a normal American story. So yeah. like, for me to dive into that, I'm sure everybody's heard that story a million times, you know. But uh, had like an average lifestyle. You know what I mean? So what was what, what was school like? Did you do pretty good in school? Or I was terrible in school. Terrible dog. in school. Yeah. <laughs> I was terrible in school. Uh, grade wise. And like behavior wise, like, <laughs> I kicked out of elementary school. Damn, and had to go to another one, and then I made it to senior year in high school, and then got kicked out. And then, oh, had to, and then before that, I had to go to Pathways in Waynesboro, <laughs> and then I finished. I graduated from Genesis, so it was a, it was a bumpy school. It was a bumpy road, man. For real, it was a bumpy road. But I graduated. I got my diploma, you know. So that's what's up. Yeah. Sound like you was getting it in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I failed PE, dog. Oh yeah, you had to be getting. <laughs> yeah, it. I was just, just, I just clowning. I was tripping. Was clowning, yeah. I didn't really care. I'm you know sitting here laughing like I didn't do the same thing. Yeah, you know how it is, Everything you talking about is similar. Yeah. Similar to how I did it. But uh, okay. So when did you first started writing music? Oh, uh, let me take it back a little further. Who was your first inspiration in music? When, when, who was that you heard rapping and you was like, "Damn, that dude is ill." Like the first time you heard somebody and really felt felt it like that. Um, I'm gonna have to go before that. I'll get to that next. Okay. But 
I was taught how to rap before I even really knew about cared about rapping. Yeah, okay. Uh, so I guess the first person that inspired me was my uncle. Um, he taught me how to rap when I was eight. He sat down with me and, and like showed me this is how you write a rap song. This is how you do it. And I always tell people I grew up on three people: Jay Z, R. Kelly, and Kobe Bryant. That's the three <laughs> people that my uncle was like, "Nah, you gonna know these people like no matter what." And so I learned how to write, like rap or write at eight. I didn't really care about it. I, I kind of like, oh, that's dope, and then left it alone. I'm eight, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. like, but I think I'm around like twelve, maybe thirteen is when I actually started writing music, and it was like, nah, I'm gonna be a rapper. This is what I want to do in my life. Okay. But um, around that time, who's that first person I heard that was like, whoa, Wayne. That's two for Wayne. Wayne, <laughs> Hove. Um, I listen to a lot of music from the South, too. Like, I don't know. my. I, I still listen to music from the 90s. I was born in 94. Yeah. I still listen to music from the... I still listen to Reasonable Doubt. Oh, yeah. I still listen to It Was Written. You know what I mean? So it's like... Reasonable Doubt was the album that, that probably... Probably made me want to be a rapper more than anything. It was probably it was like the first rap album that I listened to front to back. Wanted yeah. to know the words, everything. Yeah. And Nas, it was written. The Punisher, Big Pun. Oh yeah. Um, Capone and Noriega is just down south rappers. A Ball, MJG. Yeah. You know, UGK. It was a lot of just a oh, mix they up. Did a say mix UGK. up. Yeah, a mix up with just a lot of different. Pimpsey's my uncle. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Then I see you look. I see, but nah, for real though. Like it was, I don't, I, I can't just put my finger on one artist. Yeah, you know I feel what I'm saying? you. Like, I feel you. I feel you. Definitely. A lot of different people. So then, what? What? So you said, um, you start writing around twelve, thirteen. Yeah, correct. You remember your first rhyme or your first actual uh, verse you recorded? Nah. Your first, first <laughs> nah. verse you recorded? I want to. I'm, I, I would want to take the time to sit here and be like, oh, what was it? But nah, I don't I don't think I can draw far that, that far back. You know so, what I mean? All right, so when did you get serious with it then? I got serious when I was like 14. You yeah, 14. I went out and got a, uh, a laptop and then microphone, cheap microphone. The, the basic necessities to just set up in my bedroom. So you need you me, and then just started cranking. So my first studio experience came from my own bedroom. Like I didn't, I still to this day haven't like stepped in a, like a real recording studio and don't recorded need to. music. You feel me? Now definitely today you don't. Yeah, need you to. don't need to. But like along my along my um, uh, my path, like I never stepped in somewhere. I was like, yo, I'm gonna do this in this major studio. Yeah, it was always bedroom shit. Because yeah, even yeah. now, if you can if you can do basic recording, you can send it to somebody who can make some master it even further than Yo, what you do. Dudes recording in their kitchen nowadays. Yeah, like, man. Like some of the some of the illest beats come from a stolen laptop. Uh, and, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's a fact, though. That's a fact. People yeah. are getting it in these days. You don't need much. I yeah. can I can definitely dig that. So what was like some of the first? What what's like the first thing you put out to where you you was you were so serious that you was like, okay, this the one. I'm gonna put this one out and see what what's going on. Um, I can't remember a specific song. I just remember a, spe- a specific time. Okay, like a time frame. Like, I think I once once I figured out like, oh, this is how you use this program. Yeah. Oh, this is how you can bounce a file or bounce a track. Like once I figured that out, I just started uploading every song I recorded to SoundCloud. Word. I'm gonna do this, upload it. Do this, upload it. Like those songs are still in my SoundCloud. Yeah. So like, if you go to follow my SoundCloud, 
today the music that I'm still dropping, you if you scroll far enough, you'll still, still hear my stuff old. from back then. You know that's what I mean? Dope. I'm yeah. gonna do that then. I, I kind of like, left that there for that purpose. I like to you know see I mean? people's journey from where they started to where they are. That's now. why I didn't make a new SoundCloud. Yeah, you know what I mean? like, yeah. I just wanted to leave all that. So if you if you you know if you cared to dive enough into my stuff. You be like, oh, this is. You could tell he was younger. You could yeah. tell <laughs> it was recorded in the studio in the in the closet. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just one of those things. So, well, one of the things I I do I like about you is um, is your ear for being able to use melodies and stuff. Because I'm mm -hmm. a, I'm a harmony and melody guy. I love. For sure. I don't yeah. even like to rap on beats that I can't sing on as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, it becomes know, a thing when you start doing it. It becomes a yeah, thing. It starts yeah, yeah. Getting addictive. Yeah, for so sure. So how'd you get into that, and how'd you realize that you had that ear to not you to be able to actually even do it? Because some people um, do it and they don't even know that they're not doing it correctly. Right, right, right. But you are you are one of the few that I do here that does it correctly. I think it's because I I, I was. I grew up around a, like a musically inclined family, I guess. Yeah. My mom was a dancer, choreographer. She used to come right up to here, here to this building and, and teach classes on dancing and stuff. No doubt. Yeah. I grew up pop-locking in that house right there. <laughs> like My uh, my uncle, he sung a little bit, played the keyboard. He taught me how to play the keyboard when I was younger. So like I started singing before I did. My, and then my pops, he sang. He was in a gospel group. And they did their thing for a while. My sister sang and my older brother, Ace, he sang. Dang. So I, I I grew up dancing and singing before I ever started rapping. It was Word. just one of those things for me where See, I was that like... Me, that gives you know me the chills because that's the same thing for me. For real? <laughs> for real, That's man. crazy. I come, up, I come up singing in the choir, all that good stuff, yeah, man. Yeah, like yeah. I, I sung long before I thought I was going to be a rapper. But you know what? I can't... I play like, the keyboard and all that I have, stuff. I, never, I don't think I've ever written like a, or written like a, like a serious R&B song that I was serious about. I got a couple that I can show you that's like, uh, I put it together, but I don't think I've actually written an R&B song. Yeah, like, okay. I'm going to push this. You know, you, but, might uh, wanna even, you might want to even dive into that. I think I'm going to start doing You might want to even dive into that because you're real good with the melody. Yeah, after I, I, I wrap up this you. album, I think I'm going to... Yeah, you should to, dive into that. Because yeah. I'll, I'll say this. When it comes to R&B mm -hmm. versus hip-hop, it's a lot easier to put your feelings and to put and express yourself in R&B because it allows you to be a lot more vulnerable. You gotta be vulnerable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In hip hop, sometimes we have this machismo and we have this ego about us to where we want to say the things that impress this person, right. but we don't want to dive too much into our personal life because it makes us look kind of weak. Or, weak. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But depending on who you are and how you come, how you do it. Yo, those are some of my favorite artists that are that can be that the can most be vulnerable. vulnerable. Like yeah. Kevin Gates. Yeah. A lot of people don't like him. They think he weird. Say he be tripping all that. Whatever. I be, I'm kind of up in there. Like I used to love Kevin Gates, mm -hmm. and then he, then I kind of got off him for a mm -hmm. minute because he did get, get kind of weird. He to get kind of shifty just, sometimes. <laughs> and sometimes his delivery all, on the actual song be a little offish, but like. Yeah. For the most part, he's vulnerable. I was going to say, oh no, you can just tell that he's he's on a journey, and he's uh, he's open to learning and doing things that a lot of people ain't doing. And he don't care. He don't care what he shares. No filter. He, he don't, don't care have what he shares. Yeah. I don't think I go that far. Yeah, but I, I, I respect that if anything, because it's like yes. you didn't even have to say that. Yeah, and the fact that you shared that with the world, and that's something that you know. Somebody might have took to their grave, or somebody yeah. would have only confided in a few people. Like you, somebody, you shared that with the world. You got to be a real ass nigga. Say some of the stuff he was saying. Like, right, that's what I'm saying. His cousin like, and all that. Right, stuff. like regardless of how you feel about it, like he was so he was he he allowed himself to be vulnerable. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I, I always respect artists that can do that, and that's why some of my favorite artists are like Cole, yeah, Ace Hood back in the day. You don't hear everybody talk about Ace Hood. Ace yeah. Hood back in the day when he, he caught a little stride at a certain point. Yeah. Um, Wale and, and Jersey, like all of these guys know how to be vulnerable. Yeah. So that's what I like. That's what I came up with. I, st I still like Wale. I still like Wale. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes Wale, you need a dictionary for him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 
But yeah, for the most part, those are the few guys that I that I rock with that's vulnerable. So sometimes I introduce that to my music. I'm, I'm starting to learn how to do that. Yeah, because you know when you're a local artist, so you're just trying to figure out a uh, uh, you're trying to figure out what method you're gonna use to yep. introduce yourself to the world. And a lot of it's like almost gimmick rap. Yeah, a lot of it's like I'm gonna say what I what everybody else is saying in my own way, so you can pay attention to me. And and that you what I mean that that's either gonna work really well, yeah. or it's gonna hinder you in the yeah. long run. Because once you however you start, a lot of times you have to end up. Finishing that way And what I'll tell somebody Or anybody coming up And I want to tell you Like Mm -hmm. being older Like the best way to come in Or the best way to rhyme Period Is to be vulnerable Is to put your life experiences Out there Because people want to know Who you are People want to be able To relate to you Because they can't relate To somebody talking about How they got all this money And all Mm -hmm. these chains And these cars And they doing this And everybody don't trap Everybody ain't popping bottles In the club And stuff like that But If you tell your story from a life experience, you're gonna you're gonna touch way more people than if you try to fabricate it and make it seem like you're above those people. I stopped so. listening to Meek for a while just just because like that was one of my favorite artists. But even though he had the money that and everything he was talking about, like it's just you can't relate, I can't to, relate to that. Yeah, it's like you because used to see, talk about being in the crib using the stove to heat up. And, and, and I could dig it You know yes. what I'm saying And so now it's like of, you know, Speaking of which Not to interrupt you Good you but, the show um, show <laughs> Would you be comfortable Talking about your time in prison And all that Yeah of course Okay Damn it, my whole album. Damn it, Todd, I was getting there. Yeah, ask, yeah, well, yeah, now we can get to that. Yeah, that's what my whole next album is about. Well, for real, you know what I'm saying that's me being vulnerable about that time. Yeah, see, that's gonna be ill then. Yeah, and it's also like half of what I felt and what I was going through, and then the other half is like what I feel and what I've dealt with now being home. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So, so, so what happened uh, in order for you to get to that point? To so go I caught an armed robbery charge and. Use of a firearm in the possession of a uh, or in the attempt. What is it? Use of a firearm in, in commission of a felony. Commission of a felony. I forgot that word. So basically, armed robbery and a gun charge is what I call. You really getting it in out here? And then they uh, they hit me with five on my first offense. I took the plea for five. Shot hit me for thirteen. So I took the plea for five and I pleaded out on my first offense. And then. So had you have, had you ever did time I prior to that? Never been in trouble. No drunk, so you, no drunk so tank, you, no none of that. So you had never stepped foot inside of, of anything. No juvie. Your first time going is five years. And I was nineteen. You a bad motherfucker. I was nineteen. <laughs> and I was out here and like I tell my people all the time, bro. Like I'm 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 just glad that's all I got. Cause I was out here from what fourteen, fifteen until nineteen. Doing all of this All yeah, of this stuff That led up to that And I never got caught up For any of it Not a not a distro Not a possession Not nothing You know what I mean So for me to actually Walk away with five I felt like I was Kind of blessed Yeah you know I mean? Well that's I'll tell you one thing if, if nothing else That's a testimony That you can share In your music For a lot of people That need to hear that Because sure. a lot of folks Don't realize That there's a good And a bad side To when you out here In these streets man sure. And it's all good When it's all good But when it's all bad It is definitely bad. All, it's bad. all bad It's all bad Alright so uh, What you got coming up next You say you got the album I got an album I'm working on Called Reentry. Reentry. And so uh, Right before you leave prison they, they put you in this Pod And it's a program Called Reentry. Supposed to get you ready for the world and your release and all of that, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But uh, it's just me speaking about my reentry back into society. Like I said, uh, the first, I don't know if I'm gonna do a half and half, side A, side B, or whatever, but mm-hmm. just half of it is gonna be about what I felt and what I was going through and what I experienced and all that in prison. And the other half is gonna be what I've done and experienced now. And I, Saturday makes four years I've been home. Word, I got full custody of both of my children. Word. Um, 
same job for what three years got oh, married yeah. i've been married for three years you know what i'm saying so i'm gonna shine a light on that and then shine a light on round of applause for that yeah, round for sure. of applause for that you Appreciate don't see it. too much of that black man got custody of both, both kids, kids. he me? holding down a job yeah. doing yo word i i salute you 100 so percent for that bro i appreciate you you know what i'm saying is there anything else you want to uh add before we get up out of here um queen city vaughn you can find me everywhere queen city vaughn on every platform Premium product. I'm just one half of a, one one fourth of a group. Pushing um, P. Pushing P's. Premium product. Probably worth a B. Um, <laughs> shout out to Tiso Ghostly, Jimmy G. Shy, Creep of the Jungle, baby. We got a band that's on a label called The Illusionist. Shout out to them. Trash Bandicoot, King Tech, all the local artists. All the local artists. There's too many people for me to name, but everybody. If you do music around here, I salute you. What's good with you? Let's work. Link up. Word. All right, man. And shout out well, to y'all, most importantly, man. I no appreciate doubt. y'all Thank for having you, me on, bro. No doubt. Sure. All right, well, we're going to jump up out of here. It's been another episode of the Welcome to Virginia podcast. Till next time, peace. Appreciate y'all, man. I appreciate you too, bro.